Well, good morning. It is good to be here on such a special day. What a powerful and beautiful moment in the life of the church as we prepare to confirm eight students this morning. Are you ready? You sure? Good. Absolutely. We're ready. We're ready to welcome you in and to hear you profess your faith. You know, as we, um, Kristen has been introduced our new sermon series, Grow, and kind of led us through last week. And, and as we, we continue that series today, as we kind of work our way through the book of Acts and the powerful stories that we find in the book of these things, it was, it was, man, this thing was awesome. And we would ride, and we'd have fun, and we would you know, ride through the ditches and, and jump ramps and, and just have a great time up and down the neighborhood. And then after a couple of weeks, I noticed that my friends in the neighborhood kind of clustered together. And I would be on my bike, and I would ride towards them, and I noticed they would ride further and further away. And the faster I pedaled, the faster they pedaled, and I never could catch them. And they would, I would, if I ever did catch them, they would just turn and go the other way. And I'm thinking, what, what gives? What, what's, what's the deal here? I mean, we're all friends. We all live in the same neighborhood. Well, here's the deal. They formed a bike, a biker club. They had a gang. And all the members of their gang, all three or four of them, had huffy bicycles. Do you remember Huffies? I didn't have a Huffy bicycle. So I couldn't be part of the gang. And so I was left out. I was ostracized. I was excluded. Left to the curb. Left out. Could, could never be a part of that gang. I couldn't, as a 10-year-old, couldn't go to my folks and say, you know what, I need, I need a new bike. I got to get a Huffy. I'm not going to fit in. Too bad. There's something about that experience that we've probably all had when we felt ourselves excluded, found ourselves on the curve because we didn't have what it took. The barriers were, were too high, they were too deep, they were too broad, and they were all man-made. That's the story that we have in front of us today when we consider what Luke tells us in the book of Acts. In chapter 8, beginning in verse 26, I invite us to hear this passage. Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So we got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked, Do you understand what you are reading? He replied, How can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter. And like a lamb, silent before its shearer. So he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. 
Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip about whom, and starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop, and both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he was passing through the region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. What an interesting trip. Philip, led by the Holy Spirit, finds himself on this wilderness road in the middle of nowhere until he intersects this chariot, the court of the Candace, queen of Ethiopia, a man of means, a man of access, a man of wealth, a man of power, prestige, status. He has in his, in his possession a scroll, the Isaiah scroll, a large scroll, an expensive scroll. And he's reading it, reading it aloud, trying to understand, trying to make sense of who this suffering servant might be. Is it the prophet? Is it someone else? Led by the Holy Spirit, Philip runs alongside, hears this eunuch reading, and asks him, do you have a clue what you're hearing? Do you have a clue what you're reading? Not unless somebody guides me. And he invites Philip to sit in with him, to read with him, to help him understand, to kind of journey alongside with him. And he begins to lay it all out, begins to describe and, and to tell the good news of Jesus Christ, beginning with the suffering servant, beginning with Isaiah, and making his way forward through the Scriptures. What a powerful moment this is. Until the point in time when this, when this Ethiopian eunuch could speak for himself and say, what's to prevent me from being baptized? Well, according to the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, and according to Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 1, this eunuch would never, ever be part of the Jewish community, ever be a part of the assembly of God, because he was a eunuch. And a Gentile eunuch at that The barrier was far too high, far too broad. He was out. He could never be a part of this. Even as much as he loved and feared and worshipped the God at temple, the God of Jerusalem, the God of Judea, the God of the Jews, Yahweh, he was still outside looking in. And now the new covenant by Jesus Christ opens the doors, flings the doors wide open for anyone, for everyone. Think about that. Think for a moment. 
What bicycle clubs have excluded you? When have you been rejected? When have you been ostracized? Denied access? Or maybe, when have we ostracized, excluded, kept on the outside those around us? By man-made barriers, personal preferences. Think about this. The Spirit leads Philip to bring in an outsider, somebody who would never, ever be a part, could never be a part. And the invitation is made. And the man asks for himself, what's to prevent me from being baptized? As they walk down into that water, the eunuch is baptized, and Philip is taken by the Holy Spirit to his next place his next person, to come alongside, to offer understanding, to offer a, a bit of welcome, an invitation, to tear down the barriers, to be a part of the community of faith, to be a part of the assembly of God, to be a part of the church. There's nothing, nothing on earth that can deny us the grace of God. And it's our job, it's our role to be like Philip, to follow the Spirit's leading, to come alongside those who are seeking, to come alongside those who are on the outside, those who are excluded, those who are ostracized, those who are not a part. And to explain to them that by, by Jesus Christ and the grace of God, we're all invited to be a part. We're all part of this no matter where we're from who we are what color we are what sex we are what gender we are what our circumstances are socioeconomic status none of this matters there are no barriers to the grace of God and that is the good news that we celebrate today and just as that Ethiopian eunuch asked for himself, what's to prevent me? These eight students are coming forward and say, what is to prevent me from being confirmed? What's to prevent me from being a part? What's to prevent me from being... He says, come on in and be a full member, a full part of the work of God by the grace of God. For that we give thanks today. For that we celebrate God today. And we celebrate you for standing up and making this decision and to make your profession that all these, th all these years that your parents have stood in the breach for you, have spoken for you, and for all those loved ones, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, and your church that have led you, have spoken for you. Now you speak for yourself. Today is another starting point. For the eunuch, it didn't end in that pool of water. For Philip, it didn't end when he found Jesus Christ. It continues. Every day, we make a decision to follow the Spirit, the Spirit of God. Every day, we make a decision to come alongside those near us 
who find themselves on the outside looking in. Confirmands, you're the invitation to the world that all are welcome. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.